this Goldie guy is weird. Climb my Empire State Building. Hey, yo, mm -hmm. what does that even mean? What? She wants your CPO. What? <laughs> no, what? No. Welcome back, everybody, to the second ever episode of the Just Chatting Podcast. Oh, my God. Oh my god, today's episode is sponsored by none other than HelloFresh. Once again, uh, big shout out to the sponsor. Make sure you use uh, my code. You know my code. It's going to be in the links in every single description everywhere. You know how I do. Um, and today our special guest is Goldie, my man, man. Let me, you know, tell the people a bit about Ish. yourself. Yes, sir. Well, my name's Goldie. I'm pretty much just your. I'm just an everyday dude. I really just. I'm really just your natural everyday dude, bro. I'm pretty much a guy with a big heart, a lot to give, really positive. I'm pretty much a sweetheart. Um, main things to really just know about me: I'm calm, I'm reserved. Mm -hmm. I keep to myself. I really stay out the way. I'm really just a positive person. I wouldn't say like I'm a people person, but I'm a person that's always gonna be there to help people and always try my best to do what I can and always do what's right. But overall, I'm just, I'm just me. It's, it's, it's like, it's hard to really explain me to a degree, but once you really like get to know me and shit, like outside of streaming and all that, you kind of get to see why I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just kind of a whole different breed. Indeed, but indeed. overall, I'm just, I'm just me. I just be chilling. That's all you need to be, man. All right, y'all. We're going to get into these questions. I know y'all, that's what y'all all been waiting on. That's all, what y'all all been waiting for, for real, for real. So, I think I think we're going to start off with something like, you know, my, my standard question. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm really just chilling right now. My day kind of was stressful after doing yard work and shit, but mm -hmm. it, it, it's just some slight shit. But how your day been, ex? Shit, you know me. I've been, I've been big chilling for real. Got to work out in the morning. Uh, got my hair done. You know. I I'm feel chilling, that. Chilling. Hey, bro, what is like your workout like regimen? Like, do you just kind of go at something, or like you kind of have like a set in stone like routine oh type my shit? God. I wish I had a set routine, bro. I really uh, uh, it's like it's like. I wake up and whatever I feel like hitting, that's what I hit. Like it's mostly yeah. legs. I think uh my leg workouts have been like the most consistent throughout the weeks. You know, uh, cause you know I dance, I dance, I did ballet for like twelve years. So like the the shape of my legs, the tone of my legs, is very very important. Yeah, bro, I feel that. I kind of low key need to do legs more because shit, it's like. What I what when my build is is what I would say it's like a lean muscular build or like a sleeper bod if you get what I mean. So it's kind of like two K characters, Ain't no way. Basically two K <laughs> characters. Like you can't really like you can tell they they low key work out or they work out, but like you have to be like low key like you got to be like observing as fuck to notice type shit. Yeah. But I would say like most of the shit that I prefer doing when I work out is like upper body. I don't really do lower body. I mostly like working on my arms and my selling, chest. Selling, you selling. Ladies love a man with nice legs. They they don't be saying it, but they love a man that don't skip leg day. That's a fact. Shit, 
I mean, naturally, I got some nice-ass legs, but shit. I'm a death work on my legs, though, because shit. If, if they say they do, they say they do. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> All right, so for for this episode, um, just based off from being in your chat and whatnot, and, you know, watching your yeah. streams, um, I thought we would do a more personable kind of questions, you know, kind of podcast style. Cause I feel like okay. you would you would fall into that a little easier a little more, so yeah I feel you. What I really wanted to know from you was uh why did you start streaming? I originally started streaming because, at the time, I was kind of going through some things mm-hmm. a low key where. I felt I wasn't really being appreciated and cared like that, and I ain't saying like family and shit i was going through like relationship issues and shit i would say that's like a little reason why i started it but the main reason really aside from that was because this was something i've wanted to think and do for years i've always wanted to stream i just never really knew how to go about it so i just sat back and observed researched planned out and just thought about how to really kick that shit off because I was never a really sociable person. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that right. But you did, you did, you good, you good. But I I always grew up like kind of um introverted. Mm. And me being a calm and reserved person, I kind of became more and more and more like I wouldn't say closed off, but more just quiet because I feel like sometimes what I say wasn't valued and at times I feel like I just didn't need to be having conversations with people and sometimes I just didn't I didn't want to talk to a lot of people because of the way people treated me. So I just left it at that. But I mainly wanted to do this streaming shit because it was just something I really wanted to do for years. I thought about this shit since I was like ten. Like I wanted to do this shit and I mean I think back then like on my ps4 bro i used to be like streaming anything like i never really thought about it i just took shots in the dark thinking oh i would get like a couple people staying in my shit when in reality (laughs) nobody stayed in my shit at all bro like they would just come in there for like five seconds and and dip because most of the time it was just me streaming with my friends and that was it and it would be like any game like division one uh battlefield four yeah old them old days yeah that was like 2016 and i swear bro 2016 i still think was like the last good year of games until everything went to shit True. like i used to be i even streamed i think apex back when it first started and i still think the first season of apex is the best thing to me to be honest i feel like i feel like just I, i'll get it to apex at, in, a, in, a, in a later bit bro, <laughs> but, oh my god but how long did I mainly, you, uh, real quick, how long did you do the whole, like, streaming to one person kind of thing? Streaming to one person? Yeah. Shit, I can't even say. It's like, I really, the way I can say how I guess I started getting at least, like, a person watching my shit was that I just networked. Like, I, I, I randomly stumbled into this community. And I just noticed that this uh, one person followed me, and her name was uh, Irie. Mm-hmm. And 
I can't really pronounce the last name. I think it's Daenerys. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Irie Daenerys or something like that. But, um, I got into her community and I did not know what I was walking into. And I ain't saying it was anything bad. It was actually a, a very positive community. Like, it was amazing. Like, I didn't know there could be people like that on Twitch. Like, real people that didn't mm-hmm. put on a mask, didn't, like, try to... I like mimic something that they weren't or be fake. They were just being them, just being themselves. And that's something I cherished immediately right off the bat. Like I could tell she was a genuine person. So I followed her and I stuck with her for like at least months. And I mean months. Like I built a bond with somebody over a computer that I look like I considered and it's crazy, but I considered her my aunt. Like, she literally helped me through a lot of things personally and with Twitch stuff. Like, with without her, I wouldn't really have the dedication and drive that I have with this. And I've really always been thankful for her because I wouldn't have really met majority of y'all through other streamers that got me to this point that I'm currently at now because... I wouldn't have met Glitch, I wouldn't have met you, I wouldn't have met anybody else without starting with her community. And I still go back, watch her streams, and even though I may not talk as much in there, but I still go back, I still interact with her, I still talk to her, I'm I'm still supporting her either way at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. it's like, I have, it ain't like we had no fallout out or anything. I still, I'm still cool with her, she's still cool with me, and honestly, she is an amazing person, so... She's just, I'm just grateful that I stumbled across a huge community that I'm still really seeing how much she's affected and how many people she has in that community. It's just, it's insane how beautiful Twitch is because of just that right there. Just stumbling across one community and then that shit is like a whole sub community and now you basically just found a whole black streamer Twitch community. Like just its own circle, its own pocket. It's just, it's just amazing. Like, and it just determined me. Like, I want to have my own community like that. I wanna, I wanna have some goofy shit like that. Like people that just fuck with me for me. They don't care how much I sweat in a game or I fuck up. Like, <laughs> I'm just being me at the end of the day, and I think that's what I appreciate. And I just want people who are genuine and who are real. I ain't trying to put on a mask for nobody. And I feel like. Point. I feel like you do that very, very well with your community. Like, uh, every single stream I've been in, it's always been good vibes from you. You, I, It's like, I don't know, it's very apparent that you try to keep, like, good vibes all around in your chat. Uh, you always find a way to just make the best of every single situation. Like, even if you're, like, selling in the game or, or you're, like, teeing up in the game, you keep it a good vibe constantly throughout every single stream. And I really fuck with that. Definitely. Because, man, if I can tell you one thing, it ain't worth getting mad on stream. Because then that's when people be like, what is he mad about type shit. That's why I try to just be like, bro, if I'm getting heated, I'm going to just be like, let me, let me like stop for a couple of seconds. Or let me just like end stream type shit. I've never had to end stream because I've been heated. Yeah. But I've been close before because Ooh, I don't like having I'm people see me get point. angry. Yeah. So, it's just, 
I always want to make my community welcoming and I always want to make sure that everyone's treating each other with respect and everyone's also just initiating with all the goofy shit and just just being them and just, you know, just having fun with this shit. Because at the end of the day, bro, we don't come on this website to deal with bullshit. We come on this website to be to be happy and Sucks. be loved and actually interact with people who care about us at the end of the day, not people who put on a mask and say they do. Mm-hmm. Have, like, you, uh, have you ever had like a, um, either with like another streamer or like in your chat, have you ever had a like bad interaction before? Ooh, yeah, I've had at least, I would say, two or one, but it ain't like they're massive, like, like they were terrible or they drastically changed my perspective. It's more like people who just come in and say, like, some troll shit. Like, they'll say, mm-hmm. one time I was playing Devil May Cry 5, and I was speaking like how I'm speaking right now. Bro comes in chat, and uh, I don't know if keeping here, he might remember what I'm talking about, but... Some random dude just come here and say, where's your motivation? I was like, what, nigga? bro, like, what, nigga? like, what kind of motive? Like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, do you know, like, behind the screen that you saying that stupid shit, how much work I put in for through this shit? And I'm only getting like, and I'm only putting in more work every damn day. Like, what do you mean? Where's my motivation? I don't have to show my motivation. I have to, I can show my dedication, but you don't see that. You just brought your little ass in here. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Where's my motivation? Like that just made me a little bit heated, but I was like, you know what, bro? I'm focused on this game. And I was literally having the time of my life playing Devil May Cry 5, bro. And he just low key fucked up my vibe when he said, where's your motivation? Like, Mm-hmm. Bro, you want me to be screaming at the top of my lungs? You want me to sound like a clickbait YouTuber? Like, hi guys, today I'm playing Devil May Cry Five. <laughs> Nigga, the like, voice switch up is crazy, my boy. <laughs> like, like, no, bro. Like, come on now. I ain't trying to make some exaggerated voice and like, no, bro. I feel I that just, though. I feel like. uh I don't know. I feel like being in this kind of space, like the doing the job that we do, it's more like a, yeah. it makes it so easy for people to kind of like judge us without knowing anything. You know? Yeah, because I we're think like, we're vul- we're so vulnerable in the space. We're so vulnerable, and this job is it, it. It takes a lot of strength to get on a camera every single night, day, whatever. It takes a considerable amount of mental strength. Like, and you don't notice it. Right as you turn on that camera and start your stream, you are basically signing yourself up for anything to come your way. Literally. Anything. And that can even mean no matter if you got a VPN up, you got all this protection set up, you have your IP spoofed, all this shit, you have everything straight, it don't matter. Someone's going to find a way to fuck your shit up. It don't matter. Like, you literally assigning yourself up for just to be hate-rated anything. And you kind of just have to sit there and be like, you got to know how to handle this. Yeah. And you have to, like, know how to handle it immediately. It's not like you get any time to, like, prepare for it. Like, you, it just happens in the moment. You have to react to it in that moment without, like, any exactly. preparation or anything. And it's like... You just have these people who are like armchair Twitch streamers, and I ain't saying like they. Hey, I ain't saying like we have streamers hey. that are like. <laughs> I ain't saying like streamers that are like fucking, like, 
telling us what to do. I'm saying like motherfuckers who think that they're Twitch streamers, and we're saying and like those random motherfuckers, like the dude that just came in my chat saying, "Where's my motivation and shit?" Mm-hmm. Them type of motherfuckers, them dudes who sit there and think they know how a Twitch streamer should act, move, and feel. Like motherfucker, we not robots. We're human beings, bro. Even the people who put on a mask and make you determine what you think is a Twitch streamer, them motherfuckers have hum- human and natural emotions too. They just hide it because they're afraid to express the true them. Mm-hmm. And I understand why, because they are popular as fuck, but I don't see why being so popular should have should be okay to justify masking your emotions and how you truly feel, bro. You should always be transparent with what you are going through to your community especially if it is a very popular community because that's not only gonna help them appreciate that but that's going to make them fuck with you in the long run Mm -hmm. so why hide that and not just like fuck with their streams or like i don't know like your content more of like literally you like you as a person who you are like that translates to them showing up more to streams you know, uh, some people post it on YouTube and TikTok and all that. They'll fuck with that content more. And they'll, like, if there's a chance to meet you in person, they'll take that chance because they know you're a genuine person. And they know right. they're going to get that back. So I've always thought about meeting some of my viewers, though, low-key. But it's like, bro, that's something scary to think about. It, it's it's a very scary thought, true. low-key. Because it's like, you just never know. But then again, it's like, It'd be cool, because you never know. And shit, I am just never saw myself as a popular person. Like, I've never wanted to be. I, I've always wanted to just be loved. I just wanted to be respected type shit. Like, I have my own little corner that I can sit at in the lunch table yeah. and be like, <laughs> it don't matter. Like, I'm loved here. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like Twitch is also, like, that's one of the kind of pros of Twitch, like, you do have the ability to find that community and get that feeling from that community and know that it's real and genuine. And I fuck with that a lot. Like, like, Definitely. Like, there's never... There's gonna be those, like, times where there's, like, no one in your streams and you just, you just stream into literally you. But I think once you start putting in the work for it, and putting in the effort for it, like you and I both have, it's it, it really shows. Like the community gives gives the love back to you for all that hard work you've put in, and I don't know. I really, I really fuck with that. Oh God, and I fuck with your shit mainly, bro, because it's like you, you just, you just yourself, bro. Like you, every time you come in my chat, bro, you. <laughs> You want some crazy shit. <laughs> we don't gotta bro, bring up that last time. We ain't gotta... Oh my god. Oh my god. All hey, I know is bro, that, that shit was just hilarious. That's all I'm gonna say, bro. I was gone. I was gone. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. Oh my god. But like it's moments like those that really that really validate you as a streamer because like what the fuck? <laughs> Like, bro, how are you going to color my chat? Like, and it's not even you, bro. Like, literally, you just, Paris come out of nowhere in the cut, bro. And she's like, like, oh, and I was like, yo, so who wants Waffle House? Or like, who's craving it? Next thing you know, Paris wants to go completely left field and say something entirely different about Waffle House. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, that's something. 
Hey man, she wanted that extra whipped cream on a waffle. I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with that. <laughs> man, all I know is is that I'm just. Oh my God, I've never heard something that insane, dude. <laughs> just never, never, never seen it, never heard. That is my first time ever seeing something that crazy. Tato's <laughs> like, hey, yo. <laughs> now he, he catching on down here. Like, what do you mean by that? Con <laughs> out here confused. <laughs> you had to be in chat. I'll, I'll, for the YouTube vid, I'll edit it in what happened, but like. <laughs> I literally have a whole highlight I could send you, bro. Oh, my God. Please, What can I get some of that? It's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's down bad academy right now. <laughs> literally, bro. Oh, my the, God. The most, the most zestiest and yet most hilarious <laughs> school. Yeah. Keep it said, I'm going to need to see that. <laughs> I got the camera out. Hey, no screenshots, please. No screenshots, please. He said, I'm on X time in this bed. Oh, so. Oh, my Amaya, God, no. Bro. Amaya, no, please. No, not this again. Please. You got a bunch of sinners in the chat, man. No, no. It's demon timing. Hell no. Hell no. Oh no. It's seven it's seven PM. Relax, yo. It's, Relax, yo. It's seven PM, bro. It's not even three AM yet. <laughs> but see it's moments like these that will always outweigh all the bad shit that happens. Oh god, it really do. And I remember uh especially like earlier on, um I was I used to stream to like one person. And then I would see my view count go up to like two or three. And I would get so hyped. And then it would just be like the, the like spam bots. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like click this link for like 500 followers. And I'm like, yo, can I get a real yeah. human next time, please? They always do that shit to any streamer, bro. I'm still trying to figure out how to get rid of a lot of them bots that um, be sitting in your like streams and shit. Mm -hmm. Like they don't leave. It's like those bot accounts that just like that's sit like there. another TTV viewer or some shit like that. Yeah, and it's like there's a way to get rid of them, but it's like I don't know. It's like you ban one, another one comes back. Facts. It's annoying. And then, but it's weird because like they're there, but like they don't count as a view. Exactly. So like, that's that's what makes know. it so weird. Because Twitch basically did try to find a way to get rid of them, but they can't ban them outright because at that point in time, Twitch was Twitch at that point was having, I think, like a bot problem. So <laughs> they still do low key. They really still do in general because you got people who are botting with president names. And yeah. I remember this <laughs> when I was streaming Castle Crashers, and bro, I just remember somebody named Barack Obama saying, I think some really crazy shit i can't even remember but bro was saying some out of pocket shit that boy obama watering on twitch you know, obama took the edible wrong bro <laughs> i swear Hell michelle should have put that shit back oh god <laughs> love life uh, oh boy yeah, i know i know <laughs> i know you said you had a little thing in the past. It didn't go too well. You know, would you would Indeed. you care to explain? Man, it's like, it don't hurt to talk about it. 
But man, it it was a experience. So I guess I'ma just give y'all the whole story time, bro. Um, met her in high school. I was senior. She was junior. So okay, good. good let's good. just I say I was gonna judge you heavy. Not gonna lie. Hmm? If you said freshman, I was going to end this whole shit. But, nah, but continue, bro. I continue. am not. No, I am not no motherfucker <laughs> that is here for some cases, bro. I am not a weirdo. I swear on my life, bro. I am not that type of person. <laughs> that shit is weird, bro. But um, W super C. You niggas is wild, bro. Y'all not gonna have me lock in on this conversation. Y'all just making some really great jokes right now. I ain't even gonna <laughs> lie, but I'm gonna have some just lock it in. Okay. All right, so long story short, with that high school shit, I met this girl, basically kind of rizzed her. She was going through some shit with some other dude. I was like, okay, whatever, do you. Next thing I know, I meet this dude. This dude is a whole type of problem. Like, we do get mad at her while playing the game, scream at her, all kinds of shit. And then he wants to have the nerve to take that shit out on me. And I was like, all right, bro. We can just 1v1 and brawlhalla right now. Like, I'm, I'm tired of it. Because I got tired of his toxic shit. So I, I fucked his ass up in brawlhalla. That nigga never came back. I told him, don't bitch me out, bro. Don't do that shit to me. Damn, bro lost his girl in a 1v1. On the game. Nah, nah, I didn't percent. beat him in that one. Like I beat his ass three to like three zero in that shit. That's when I used to play that shit. I guess like casually. I never played that shit competitively, mm-hmm. but I just never took that shit seriously. And at the time, all three of us were playing it. Like it was her friend, that's the whole girl, and just her. Like that was it. We were just fucking around playing the game. He joined, and then he just started talking shit. And I was like, I unmuted him. I was like, alright bro, I'm heard you. I'm hearing you talking shit. Like, leave me alone, bro. Like, if you really trying to take this shit serious, I will son you right now Honey, with no up. hesitation. Like, good I don't game. care. To the I ain't going to fight Welcome you over some game IRL, but I'll death beat your ass on this game. Beat his ass in the game. Left me alone. He knew I wasn't playing, but I just hear him screaming at her at, like, like literally hours later. And I just hear her crying and shit, but... I took care of it, all that shit, but really after a while, bro, it was just me being quartered. Next thing you know, we got together, and after that, bro, it was pretty chill until I would say a certain point where um, she thought I was being manipulative or some shit because of how she had so many issues trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I started picking up on the flags, and when I sat back, I started picking up on flags and shit, because she used to tell me how she had a lot of friends that would backstab her and mislead her, lead her on, all kinds of shit. And I started to peep why she keep her friends around, because she don't think for herself. She lets them decide for her and shit. She basically follows what they do. She's not really Mm. a woman of her own accord. She wasn't really self-independent as I thought she was to a degree. Like, yeah, she could do shit on her own without a man, but you let your friends dictate what you do without you realizing it because you're so blinded by your love for them. Mm, cannot fuck with that. Red flag number one. And that's right when there. I realized that because when I told my fam that, they was like, I'm surprised you didn't notice because you were so blinded by that shit. I was like, yeah, I was. So after a while, bro, I put my foot down, told her how I felt. And next thing you know, she 
She wanted to sit, start bawling, crying. Her friends come protect her. They start calling me a dumbass nigga, all kinds of shit, bro. And As I just did. sat there like, yeah. Like, they thought I was like a whole bad dude over whatever she told them. And I just sat there like, bro, simply put, my attention was still in the right place. I still wanted to help her. I just want her to talk to me. It's her. It's the fact that she felt so afraid and so scared and so silent and reserved to not talk to the person that literally cared about her. Like, why is she bringing this to y'all? Isn't this supposed to be between just me and her? And the fact that you want to sit here and tell me, like, like, who told you you could break guidelines and, and mess up a break? Like, bro, I can mess up a break if I want to. I could tell her, yo, let's talk. Like, you don't dictate that. I can dictate that. Me and her dictate that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, who who are you? Like, you don't know me. You just know what she tells you. You basically just a, you, you just a side character that nobody wants to even acknowledge, bro. Or at least that's me, because how are you going to tell me who I am and what I am when I and what you think I am when you don't know me, bro. Mm -hmm. You don't know what I've done in this life. And I don't know what you've done in this life. So, like, why? Why Why are you doing this shit? Because I didn't have beef with him at first, bro. And that's why I'm saying communication is a lovely thing, bro. Because people think, when you tell them, right? Oh, if you're not communicating with me, like, how can I trust you? She immediately thought that shit was toxic. I sat there like... Toxic? Like, oh, hell like how no. is that... How is that toxic, bro? Like, I'm just telling you, I don't trust you like that. And that's the one thing I mainly told her. But she kept sitting there thinking in her point of view or her 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 worldview, I was manipulative and toxic for just trying to give advice and help her. And after a certain point, I got so tired of her not really listening. And I just realized, like, bro, I can't help this woman. This woman is just like, she's she's too far gone. Like mm -hmm. And she was a she was a nice person. Like she was a sweet girl, but bro, once I saw the real her, I was like, I need to get away from you because we're two different opposite people. You like going out and doing crazy shit. And after the fact, when I tell you where you at, you don't want to say nothing and you wanna act like I'm an asshole for you just simply asking you where you at. Okay. So do you? Like it's it's obvious you have a whole different way of thinking that I would see as warped. And you really don't care. And once I put the fucking, like, put pieces of the puzzle together, bro, I was gone. I didn't care. I told her, have a good one, bro. As you should. Like, like, and now, bro, I don't know what she's doing. And I don't care no more, to be honest. It's just at that moment, at that point, I can just say as of recent, that whole situation with that girl defined my even more of my character. Like, I learned who I really was because... For the longest, I thought after that situation, bro, I thought I was a terrible ass person because I thought I was kind of gaslit low key into thinking I was manipulative as fuck. Mm -hmm. That's what she even told me. Like, the first thing she told me when she came to my house to talk about, she was like, why are you so manipulative? Why are you so controlling? I was like, none of that even came to mind, nor was that my intention. I don't know what's making you think that, but okay, I'm sorry. Like, I literally just kind of gaslit. She kind of gaslit me and I kind of just put myself into that like i tried to look from her point of view and i was just like how is this manipulative or controlling and everybody i talked to about this shit they even told me i was wrong but i still believed i was like an asshole like i thought i was a terrible person when in reality as i sit back and think about it like months later after just getting over that shit 
not really. I was never really a bad guy. I was really just doing all I could to help. Mm-hmm. Do you but, think that uh that affects now how you look at potential relationships with other people? Um, to be honest, it is very hard now to just kind of give the same emotion because I've always felt so afraid of the fact that I'm just going to get hurt again. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I literally am with somebody right now, but it's it's like I can give her love. Like, I, I literally show her love. Like, I care about her. I literally show her love. I, I care about her. I nurture her. I give her advice. I help her, and she appreciates it. Like, literally, she she loves me for me, bro. Mm, that's and it's just... It's just so fucking hard because I've told her this. Like, she knows this. So it's like we've sat down, talked about this, and she understands everything that I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like she just she just understands me, bro. Like, she can communicate with me. And it's so rare to find somebody in this world that can communicate i swear to god it is hard as fuck because for me it has been a pain in the ass to find that because every female i've met prior to this one were dry they didn't just want they just didn't want to talk they would like to hide shit they they just they just didn't want to put up to it bro and some of these women have been older than me like 23 like some were like my same age or they were like an age uh under like 20 like bro i swear I, i've i've been through some shit bro but mainly it's just the fact that it's hard for me to love that same way and give all of that like 100 percent of love again because i mean shit it's like i put my walls up because i just don't want to get hurt i don't want to go through the same shit again it's just like, bro, I was, at that time, bro, I felt like I was a whole different person. Like, I didn't know who I was. That's how bad it felt. Mm-hmm. So, I really just, I just tried so hard to let them walls down again. And slowly, I'm letting the walls down now. Like, them shits is just lowered now. But I still have that feeling in the back of my head that the same shit just gonna happen again. But... I just can't think that way anymore, especially with the same people or different people, because every way is going to be different. Every female is different. Mm-hmm. So I can't. And I ain't saying like I'm generalizing. It's just I'm just afraid, bro. I feel like I don't know, with that, I don't think uh, getting that thought like this will happen again. I don't think getting that thought out of your mind would be helpful. I think it's actually better to keep it in the back of your head constantly because if it does happen again, it won't be as much as a, like it's a shock. It's so painful. Yeah. Because yeah. like, well, in the back of my mind, I always thought this might happen again. So mentally you're prepared for it a little better. You can deal with it and come back faster than, of course, when it happens the first time. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, a big part of our past relationships is to help us grow and understand ourselves more for future relationships and I feel like 
the fact that you did that, especially from such a tough situation, will, can like really show you how strong of a person you really are. Like, True. Even if it happens again, um, not saying it will. You know, not saying it will. But even if it does happen again, I feel like you know who you are a bit more now. You you've centered yourself in you know your belief in yourself a bit more, so it's it's a bit easier to uh to deal with it next time it happens. And definitely, and man, I've been through like that's just really one of them shits. Like that's just the main one I want to talk about. Everything else is really some small shit I got over, but this one really just hurt a lot because I really cared about that person. Like I really wanted to help her. I really saw a future with this person. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I just felt so hurt. It just it was just so fucked up. I I just didn't know how to really feel. Like, bro, it took me a couple of days to get over that shit. Like, actually, no. Like, it took me a couple of days to really get over, like, the emotional, like, trauma. But, like, it took forever to kind of, like, get rid of the thoughts in my head. Yeah. Like, of the person. After I got rid of the person, I knew I was okay. The situation, though, that shit will never leave, probably. Because that shit just made me into a stronger person. And I never knew I was really that strong to really just realize that and put up with it for so long like i was surprised like i to this day i still don't really understand you know where why people call me like a strong individual because it's like bro i've just always seen myself as me and maybe my one thing is that i don't really realize when i be doing things like like i know when i'm doing something wrong but when i don't realize when i'm doing good i think like i just like I just autopilot it so well to the point where I'm like, I think this is just me. <laughs> I don't yeah. even realize it. So it's just like man, I'm just I'm just glad to not really be dealing with somebody like that. And I'm glad to be with somebody who is there for me, reassures me, loves me, and just tells me everything's gonna be okay. And she supports me through every single Thing. even my streaming she's just always there and so far she has not left my side yet and I feel like that's just all I wanted I just want somebody who I can trust and just have faith in hmm. that's it do you uh do you feel like you found your person I feel like I definitely did for sure oh, I, shit. I don't regret it either mm, Goldie found him a four lifer <laughs> Indeed. I mean, that's such such a beautiful thing. I feel like, uh, I don't think everyone should go through that kind of situation that you went through. Yeah, because I was talking to Irie about it, and she's like 30, Mm -hmm. because I went to her mainly about mostly my relationship stuff. The main thing she told me is that it's definitely not a good thing I'm going through that at such a young age, because that's definitely going to warp how you think, and she was not wrong. Because the main thing I really took away from it, especially after my dad told me what he wanted to tell me about the situation, is that I, I, it's like, I know this is like a very vague way to say it, but this is exactly how he told me. It's it's like you should not really give your heart so much to females anymore. And I was like, he's not wrong, but it's very hard to do that when that's all I've done all mm-hmm. my life. Because that means now I have to hold a certain amount of doubt and amount of love. Not like, 
like withhold something, but like I just can't give, give all of that yep. anymore. So it's like I have to have a wall up. I have to have a cage up. It's hard now because it's all I was used to doing. So after I learned that from her and my dad, I was like, fuck. And like now I just it's just difficult now. Yeah. I'll manage it, shit. I felt that. I think uh so I have gone through that situation when I was in like high school, like early high school. I think yeah. uh the only way that really got me out of it was like focusing on something that I absolutely love to do. Like I feel like everyone has something that they're they're made for, like they're perfect for. And right. I think I was lucky to have found mine all of mine like very, very early on. You know? So I kind of like I noticed I just started pouring myself more into my work, like my writing, my dancing, I'm that really became me. Like you you really couldn't distinguish them from each other. Like I don't know. It's like if you looked at something I wrote, you was like oh, yeah, that's you. Or, like, when I'm dancing, you, you would see, like, I don't know, my dance teachers have always said there's a lot of uh, pain in my movements. And I'm like, nigga, you don't know me. How do you know that? How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, Reading my for? agony in my, in my dance moves Literally. is crazy. <laughs> or a lot of my choreo, like, uh, a lot of the songs I would choose, they would be, like, really sad love songs. Like, all my poetry is, like, really sad love poems and I don't know I feel like that shit like it kind of put me in a space where I had control over the things I was feeling and doing and it stopped it from controlling my thoughts as much like controlling how I view myself as a person or uh, as like for someone to love kind of thing you know, right. and uh, over the years, I have found people that, I don't know, not like validate my every choice, but like they, they acknowledge it. And when I'm wrong, they'll, they'll speak up about it instead of just like having these reserved feelings and building them up for so long. And then one day they just snap and let it out. They, yeah. It's more of a communication thing, like you said. It really is does come down to communication. Um, you know, just like letting each other know when they fuck up. You know, like letting people know how you feel. Like you really gotta. Not even I don't. I don't know. As an adult now, because we're all adults now. I feel like. True. As an adult, you have to be more uh, open with your feelings. Not like, I don't know, putting all of yourself out there, you know, not really just being a completely open book about every single thing. But when something affects you, I feel like you need to speak up about it, you know, because holding it back, holding that, uh, that resentment towards everybody is, I don't know, it really just fucks with you internally, like mentally, uh, it'll, it'll have effects on your physical health too. And I feel like definitely, yeah. I feel like if you don't talk about your feelings more, 
or talk about what you're going through a bit more or, you know, to other people, it won't help you at all. Like, it won't help you internalize these feelings and understand them. And it won't help other people understand why you're doing the things that you're doing. Yeah, because it'll basically just eat you alive and you won't really just have a essential outlet to express those feelings, you know, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because it's like, if you don't really get the support Exposia, that you need, was good. Gang, when you go good, through those kinds of things or those podcast. specific situations, it's kind of just going to be more difficult for you to overcome those obstacles exactly. in life because you are basically going to become more dependent on, you know, just others with anything else in life. So it's kind of like, you know, you just be more you'll kind of be a lot more anger prone mm -hmm. you'll kind of just bottle things up and shit frankly i'm really just talking about myself to a degree with myself so frankly the only difference is that i don't really depend on a lot of people like i really just go to people i trust but i still bottle my Thank own shit up from time to time game. but i Appreciate let it out you. to people that i trust uh, let me know what so your pronouns are it's like difficult because I'm still autopiloting and defaulting to my my normal defense like mechanisms with my when I'm dealing with like verbal insults, all kinds of shit, bro. And this could be shit that's like happened from years that's just pent up anger. And I'm like a person that really I don't hold grudges, but like if I know that like people are like fucking with me and it's these same people who do that shit over and over and over and over and over and I've dealt with bullshit from different people, it's like kind of just bottled up and pent up anger. So it just sits there mm -hmm. until I have, until it gets like lashed out or unleashed on somebody. Yeah. And it isn't like, I'm just gonna snap on somebody. Like I'm still in my right mind, but like if somebody like does some stupid shit where they try to hurt me, all of that anger essentially is explode, just explodes on them, pause. So <laughs> I'm basically saying that I'm I'm gonna be somebody's ass if they try to harm me in any shape or form, mm -hmm. and that anger just comes out, bro. And it's like I thought, <laughs> I thought that I kind of like conquered that that part of me, bro. Tano saying resume is crazy, but <laughs> I thought I could literally like, like I mastered how to control that anger, but I've learned that over the years. Pretty much expo that emote explains my anger right there. But like I've learned that I, I can't control my anger to a degree. It's like if I'm gonna let that motherfucker out, it's gonna happen. Yeah. And it's like and that's only if someone's trying to hurt me or threaten my life. But it's like, bro, I just know how angry I get when people fuck with me, bro. And it's so difficult to just channel that shit and just let that shit just subside it's like all my life bro i've just kind of conditioned myself to just bottle shit up and keep it pushing because as long as they're not fucking with me like physically i'm good but this is it's a challenge sometimes it's it's a very difficult challenge because a lot of my life bro i've been bullied i've been bullied for shit like, motherfuckers used to tease me, spread rumors. This used to be in, like, middle school, elementary school, a little bit of high school. But after a while, bro, people stopped fucking with me because they knew I was not a person to fuck with. 
somebody tried fucking around with me and they learned that in that equation you fi- you find out so he fucked around <laughs> and he damn for sure found out have you found um as an adult now have you found ways to kind of i don't know relax yourself from any situations Amaya says she has a question. Both of us can answer if you want. Since we're on the relationship topic, what is it, Amaya? But what was the question, though, X? Just in case, my fault, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you found ways to kind of, you know, like relax your mind? You know, get basically into like a calmer state now. Mostly playing the game gets me in a calmer state of mind. I would say my room is kind of like my safe space. Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse because I'll get into more depth about that. But, like, I've literally uh, done meditation, like, just sitting down, blinds open, and just looking outside. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just go outside, walk my dog, or shit, I'll just literally work also clears my mind, too. Like, really anything that gets me just out of a mood where, like, I'm productive doing something, mm-hmm. it clears my mind. So it's like I, I can kind of just go immediately into a zen moment like i just i just lock in and i just have this face of like pure like just like bliss it's just perfect especially the game it's just perfect i fuck with that i know um for me specifically it's like a lot of writing stuff down or literally just being active doing something like when i'm at work i don't really have to worry about anything because, you know, I'm not, I don't know, it's like, I'm at work right now, so I don't have to, I'm not really able to focus on a bunch of other shit outside. You know? Alright, yeah, I feel it though. Because so, it's like, pretty much what my mom taught me is that idle hands create more problems. So, think of it as idle hands means idle time means idle thoughts so it's like man it's better to be productive than doing nothing because if you ain't doing nothing you're gonna start thinking the shit that you ain't supposed to be even thinking about yeah um amaya says you said communication is harder for the last relationship do you find it just as hard easier or is it harder just because of that last situation and if it's harder, and I agree with that expo, definitely for sure. How do you think you'll be able to find a balance? Um, with this relationship, I find it a lot easier. I find it a lot easier. It's a lot less stressful. Of course, you're still going to have the typical disagreements and little like goofy arguments and stuff. But like at the end of the day, it's like we grown and just be like, all right, like figure this out. You going to do this or we can compromise that simple. If not that, we'd be like, do you just need space? Do you want to talk like talk about something different? She's like, yeah. And it's that simple. It ain't really nothing to it. And frankly, that's all I want. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want, like, arguments getting so drawn out and shit to where it's, like, it's affecting us type shit. Like, we're, we're grown. Like, we, we kind of have an idea of just how to figure that shit out. Like we we literally don't like arguing. Like we we'll play around, but like we don't like legitimately like arguing at each other's necks and shit. That shit I I don't I don't see that shit as like healthy. It's Sad, just not man. healthy. 
But I appreciate that though, to Maya. Mm-hmm. And with that, I feel like I don't know. I think being able to talk to each other about something that upsets you without getting upset is is super important in a relationship because it's it's different to be able to sit down and have a conversation with your partner than it is to try and talk to your partner and it end up being an argument because True. those are two different things like exactly because when you're in an argument you're never going to especially when like they're yelling going on you're never going to be able to see the other person's point of view actually because it's, it's like you're going to be too busy trying to throw your point of exactly. view type shit exactly so it really does all come down to communication at the end of the day. Like if you if you can't talk like an adult in a relationship, you're it's not going to work cuz over time it's not going to solve any of your problems. Those problems are going to keep reoccurring and that just builds more and more resentment. Literally that, bro, because it's like this the chick I was with before, bro, she literally, like, built resentment because of the fact that I just want her to talk, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, how are you try? Well, like, why do you resent me saying, like, yo, why don't we talk? Like, bro, like, I know you. Like, you shut down when it start getting too serious, when I'm just asking you, like, I'm trying to help you. It's like, bro, if you don't want the help and you want to just sit here and do all this stuff where you say you're doing self-growth and self-help but not practicing what you preach by watching the videos literally in earshot or in plain sight of me bro it's like like why and basically that's you know like if i gotta baby you to that point bro and you sitting here watching self-growth and self-help videos who who are you basically bro like why yeah i feel like with that i think especially in her case it's like She's been hurt in the past before. Yes, definitely was. She didn't take the time to actually sit down and review, uh, you know, not to victim blame or anything, but why she was hurt, like why she couldn't get out of that position. And she didn't learn anything from it, except that people hurt people. She didn't didn't take that experience at all. She didn't grow from it. And that's where I think you kind of really proved to be the stronger person mentally overall because you took the time to learn from that experience, realize uh, that you were hurt because it wasn't your fault and it was someone else dealing with their own shit or, well, not dealing with their own shit in that case. And you you grew from it and became a strong person. And I feel like she just didn't, take the time to do any of that and it's it leaves her stuck in that same position until she generally sits down and looks at her past and considers her future relationships and whatnot she's gonna be stuck in that same position in that same cycle of thinking she's gonna get hurt so she'll try to like hurt them or excuse their actions or see it as something that it's really not 
Definitely, and I agree with that. And I agree with that as well, Expo. I mean, shit, some people definitely should have their time to gather their thoughts and say what they need to say. But in the scenario that I was in consistently, like, she would never say what Amaya just said. She would never say that. She would just be quiet for literally, and I would just sit there. Like, I was patient to a front, like, Fifty. I ain't even gonna front, bro. It would be like five minutes to an hour, almost, just waiting for her to say something that bad. She would just go complete sleep mode, like an Xbox sleep mode. She would not do a damn thing. She would sit in that same spot, no emotion, no expression, just quiet. Mm -hmm. And it would just be like, bro how do you how are we supposed to like get through shit if you just don't want to say nothing yeah it's like we're we're not having a conversation at that point at that point it's me You're talking angry. and you ignoring yeah. me like obviously exactly. ignoring like, me it's like you have something against me or something that you're not telling me. And it's like you so afraid and you're trying to mask it as you're so afraid to talk to me because you think that I'm not going to help you or I'm going to hurt you. Like, bro, I'm not going, I'm not verbally abusive. I'm not physically abusive. I'm not going to sit here and judge you for your thoughts. I want to talk to you. So like, what in your right mind thinks that? Mm -hmm. Exactly why I didn't want to be around her anymore because she was just too much and i feel like i feel like the the no response shit is worse than arguing saying nothing after a while kind of just impacts it, it says a lot about the person it depends on the situation but like as long as you say i need to gather my thoughts and then talk when i'm ready that's different but just saying nothing that is a whole different scenario. That is like saying, I don't know what to do. I've never been with somebody like this. Or I have nothing to say to you anymore. Because, mm -hmm. like, at that point, you're not even acknowledging what I'm saying to you. Like, it, It's like you're not even acknowledging that we're in the position that we're in. You're acting like nothing's wrong or nothing's happening. Yeah, and that's the thing, Expo. I've given her space before for a lot of the shit, bro. Like, I've literally let her do her. I'm like, bro, do you need space? She would say nothing, or she would just, like, move her head some weird-ass position. Like, she would just be afraid to say yes or no. Uh, I'd just be like, all right, I'm just let you do you. And most of the time, it would end up with me just going home because I didn't want to deal with her being that way. Because it's like, I sat there for like an hour or more just waiting for you to just give me a response or something. I'd be like, like, I'm going to just let it breathe. Exactly. Like, I'm going to just let it breathe. And next thing you know, they she didn't want to do nothing. So it's just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? And, then, and the crazy thing is, is like, with that, Tana, is that I broke up because of really that that shit right there it's just that communication shit it's like bro i literally can peep and read energy with people so it's like when i know you acting distant or like 
you afraid? I I can read it like right as day because I can read body language. I can read eyes. I can read literally movement. Like so, it's like when I feel an aura is off and I can even see how you're moving. It's like mm -mm. you know, I already know how this gonna get. So I just I just prepare myself mentally for that. But yeah, it, it was a lot of shit I had to deal with this woman, bro. It, it was a lot. On a lighter topic. Right. Okay, not 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 a lighter topic. I'm lying. He said, "Let's just throw a more heavier topic." <laughs> yeah, heavier topic. <laughs> uh, in general, do you uh do you feel like you give more than you receive? I feel like. Shit. This is definitely a difficult question. It's like a it's like a fifty fifty. I would say to be real, cause it's like. I give and I receive, but at the same time, majority of my relationships, I mostly gave without really sitting back and seeing how much they received. After a certain extent, I watched how they moved, and then I started to really see how much they ain't care like that. Mm -hmm. And they just started building some awkward-ass resentment towards me. Some of them just built resentment towards me because I was so damn nice, and they've even like quoted, like, oh, you're just too nice for me, and I just sat there like, and nigga, what? <laughs> So, hell back up game <laughs> so it's like it's like bro i was like you know what after that i convinced myself that i had to watch that shit mm -hmm. i feel like in situations like that a lot of times you just have to realize that like okay they're feeling this way i just gotta fall back like yeah and it's not like Okay, I'll give you some space. It's like, no, cut ties to that person immediately. Because, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's like, that kind of thing, it doesn't really go away. It doesn't leave a person's mind. It doesn't. No matter how much space you give them or how much time you give them, it, it really just won't leave their mind. It'll always, even if like, they come back into your life and everything's cool for a while. They're always going to have those kind of thoughts in the back of their mind. They're always going to have that same resent resentment towards you. So it's like leaving them in that situation completely like 100% out of it will always be the better option. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's just a matter of making sure that you just... Oh no, nah. Maya said she's gonna steal that shit. You might as well make that a sound by now. You you might as well make that a sound by now. Bet, bet. <laughs> well make that I'll send you the you. clip. You can make it one too. That's a bet. <laughs> I need that shit. Imagine, but we can spam me that in my chat. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> but man. It's just a matter of making sure that people are taking care of you and looking out for you the same way. Like, I ain't saying you gotta spoil them, like, you gotta spoil your shorty or nothing like that. I'm saying, like, like, both of y'all get out of my ears is crazy. <laughs> but, like, I'm just saying, like, what's, like, the best way to put it? Like, spoil each other both, but, like, you know, 
just show each other love like the same way it's kind of like a two-way street type shit so you know don't like overdo it don't just throw money or gifts at each other but like always like just show love outside of gifts and shit like just the mm-hmm. same way bro because if you just giving shit and they just taking and they not giving back it's like what am i doing wrong and then a lot of shit gets lost in translation and shit like that and it just causes more problems and that shit just snowballs yeah. so it just it's just not nah. it's just that's too much shit when you just giving and not receiving it's it causes a lot of unintentional shit to pop up and it's basically air the partners just snap at each other it just becomes weird yeah i think uh chris rock has this quote from one of his shows um where he says in a relationship you're uh it's never 50 50. It's always you give a hundred percent and they give a hundred percent. Right. It's uh the only relationship that works is one where you're both there to serve. Like it's like I don't know, a way a relationship should work is like you do things for them without expecting to get something back but still getting something back like you know and when you do receive something back you you appreciate that it's not like and it shouldn't be like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna like you said it shouldn't be through gifts or anything like okay i'm gonna buy her this that and the third and she's gonna buy me this that and the third as well it's not like that it's more like i don't know you you give a certain level of comfort to your partner and they should be giving you that same level of comfort back. Mm, factual. Mm-hmm. It's not and it's like facts, Expo. It's through actions. Literally through actions, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, the way I see it, if you don't got to do nothing when for a reward in return bro but it's the it's pretty much what expo said man it's through actions like you're going to see if somebody going to give and who's going to receive and who's just there taking your shit like if like you're going to see who's giving and you're going to see who's doing both and you're just going to see somebody who's just taking the shit like they just like i'm just going to run you and you ain't even going to notice it so mm-hmm. it's really just all about observing type shit and relate if anything relationships make you a lot more observant not right. only of like people but yourself uh, i feel like it takes it takes so long to for a lot of people to realize when they're in like such a bad position already definitely because it's like oh Especially for people that are newer to relationships and the whole dating scene and whatnot. It's like, um, you don't really know what's wrong in a relationship and what's right in a relationship. But at a certain point, I feel like everyone starts to understand, like, okay, maybe I'm not in the best position with this person right now, you know? And there's a lot of people that never realize it. Like, they never realize, um, I don't know, there's, like, all the manipulative shit that's going on in the relationship, all the all the toxic shit that's going on in the relationship, and they never, like, 
at that point, it was like, there's no way for them to learn anything. Because they were like, yeah. well, this doesn't feel great, but this is really all I know. And so they don't have the thought in their head, like, you know, I could just, you know, fucking leave. You know, I could leave the situation. Right. <laughs> and then it's just like, they get so stuck in this standardized way of thinking where it's like, it's okay to be in a toxic relationship and mm-hmm. shit where they just taking my shit and I'm just giving shit. And it's like, next thing you know, I mean, technically it becomes worse for them. Excuse me. Because that one of them's just going to grow resentful of this shit. So it ain't like it's going to end well and they're just going to default into just being used to that shit. It's just going to get worse. Yep. So it ain't like it's going to make nothing different. But, man, it's just a matter of finding somebody that is just caring and for you. Like, most importantly, just for you. If you want to have a relationship a certain way, go ahead. But it's like, man, pretty much just find somebody who you know cares about you at the end of the day. Like, they're not going to bullshit you. They're not going to steer you wrong. And if they do them two things, run. (laughs) As fast (laughs) as you can. Because, man, I could tell y'all a whole crazy story right now of how technically this wasn't even me like trying to date nobody or anything bro but I'm just gonna tell y'all a funny ass story cause I guarantee this is probably like one of your questions if I had like any weird shit happen to me on Twitch okay so you want that to just be the next topic right now okay we already here gang you already brought it up let's go fuck it let's do it alright y'all ready for another story time I hope y'all still got more (laughs) popcorn and y'all better have like two layers of butter on that shit oh god oh god get some more snacks while you at it yeah but I'm about to start right now. So, got to crack the knuckles first. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> but, um, all right. So, I remember this one time where somebody in my chat was, like, gifting subs. Um, I think his name was Nevi or something. I don't know. But I I think somebody in my chat, like, gifted me hella subs, bro. Nevi Flex. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, bro, how the fuck? Cause I was so confused and I was like, I was hype as fuck too. Cause I was like, bro, how the fuck this even happened? And I, I, I was literally like, I was just so grateful for that shit too. Cause I was like, how the fuck? Like I, I, I still had so, I, so much was going through my head when I got that shit, bro. But aside from that, um, he gifted some female. And next thing you know, this woman come in this chat and she pretty much straight to the point, start talking crazy. And I'm like, hello, ma'am. How are you? Like, I'm literally just on, I'm on some professional shit. Like, I'm just cooling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, how's your night been? She said, my night been good and everything. And next thing you know, she said, oh, I, I realized I got gifted to your channel. This is like my first time here, whatever. And I'm kind of just fucking with what's going on right now. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Next thing I know, she look at my fucking Instagram and she start looking at shit like the wrong way. So uh, next thing I know, bro, she... Up. Mm, pretty much that but she was on some weird shit like this woman went in my instagram and at the time i had a spider-man cosplay outfit and next thing i know bruh she looking at my spider-man picture for the wrong reason so you know how when you're wearing a spider-man costume right yep (laughs) and it is like you can't you can't hide yeah, she got a bit. She she was moving different. I'm telling water you. Water park timing. 
Yes. And I was like, bro, I keep like there's that was like out of my control. Like literally when you put on that Spider-Man suit, that shit's out your control, bro. You can't do shit about that. You can't do shit about that, bro. So it's like, bro, I just sat there like, mm, bro, this one been crazy. <laughs> this would be crazy, bro. <laughs> bro, Expo, that's the crazy thing. That was already that was already there, bro. It's just that that shit, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, bro. That woman was crazy. Next thing I know, this woman is just she's shooting all cylinders. She was texting me on Instagram, calling me as soon as I get out of work, bro. I was like, how the fuck? So I'm like, bro, this woman's weird. And all I want to do is just get to know this woman as a viewer. Not even anything different, bro. This woman was weird. Like, next thing you know, she wanted to act like she didn't want anything of that sort to do with me, bro. And next thing I know, I was like, when I got home, I was like, bro, I'm about to just hang up this phone. Like, I, I found an excuse. I was like, I had to, I got to, like, take care of stuff for my family or some shit. And I hung up that phone, never answered that shit again. And yet she wanted to see <laughs> Crazy. Literally spam me kizzy faces and shit and all that shit and shit and see so you talk about how my voice is so sexy and shit and I'm like bro I guess it's just a god's gift and I just told her like 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 I literally was trying to keep her the fuck away from me bro Tato shut up bro <laughs> shut up bro and I swear bro I swear bro the shit that scared me after I looked through her Instagram bro she was 32. Damn the boy pulling milf. This shit, gang. Bro, I was, I was, of course, X would say that crazy <laughs> shit, but bro, I was scared, bro. I was genuinely scared. I don't know how y'all say it's not bad, bro, but for me, I find that shit, I, I found that shit really creepy because, bro, she just met me and she already wanted to do that kind of shit. Like, don't y'all, that, that, like, how, how do y'all not find that crazy? I guess that's just me. I find that shit weird. I find that shit low key weird to me. Yeah, like that you don't is even weird get... though, cause like she don't even know you. Exactly, like you just got a gifted sub. You just met me, and now you want to do that kind of weird shit. Nah, that's that scares me. That's creepy. And I talked to a lot of people about that. They were like, Nah, that's creepy. <laughs> that's straight creepy, bro. <laughs> like she didn't even, she didn't even try to say like let's be friends or nothing. I told her, Nope. She wanted to go straight to it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> And it was like, bro, literally, Kiva, she was just trying to do some crazy shit, bro. I didn't even give her my location, none of that shit. I gave her nothing of that shit. Like, bro. Like she don't even know your bro. real name for real. Exactly. She didn't know nothing about me. That's why I was like, bro, get away from me. Tano, shut up, bro. That's exactly one of the weirdest things she just said. She said that shit, and I quote, that's what she said, bro. She literally said that shit. And then she was trying to do some weird shit where she was trying to make a black cat pun. And I was like, oh, fuck no. She would have definitely really done good. that waffle trick on you, though. Uh, hey, shut up, bro. <laughs> Shorty, was was too busy trying to, Shorty was too busy trying to play fucking Felicia Hardy and be a cat burglar <laughs> with me and shit. Like, no. Stay away from me. Go back to Peter. <laughs> she wanted, she wanted you to arrest sister, her. Man. Crazy. She man. wanted you to arrest her.
and the fruit roll-up. Fruit by the... Oh, hell, dog. You keep bringing up this fruit roll-up. What is with y'all niggas in fruit roll-up? I'm just saying, if you ain't tried it, don't, don't knock until you try it again. Oh, my God. Y'all motherfuckers keep bringing that shit up. Like, at this point, every hour, a fruit roll-up. Every hour. <laughs> but, no, I feel like that... I don't know. I wouldn't say it just, like, comes with the space. It just is, like, a part of the space, you know? Because, like, yeah. it goes back to, like, how a lot of it is we're really just vulnerable on the space, on the platform. And there's, uh, there's not really much we can do about it. True. And we're, we're exposed to a lot of different people, a lot of different types of people. And that's sadly one of them. Yeah. Definitely. Experts saying I'm innocent, man. <laughs> man, to a degree I am, but it's like, bro, the shit people do, the shit people do just amazes me, bro. Right. It's just, mm-mm. <laughs> shit still like I still laugh at that situation bro like literally it is like the funniest thing that's happened to me on Twitch like so far to be Amaya oh my god she y'all just really in your bag with these Spider-Man puns huh no oh lord no Oh, motherfuckers feel like Tobey Maguire in 2002. <laughs> you could have had you a Mary Jane. Motherfucker, I already got a Mary Jane. I'm proud of it. Another one, though. <laughs> you, another one? <laughs> this Goldie guy is weird. Climb my Empire State Building. Hey, yo, mm -hmm. what does that even mean? What? She wants your CPO. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> I did the dance when I went to Expo. Oh my God! Oh, that that is that is literally that. Yeah, Chad, I need help, bro. I need help. Not a little, a lot, a whole lot of help. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God, bro! All right, bro. Y'all, y'all are some fools, bro. But I, I, I love this. I, I. I love this goofy shit, bro. I swear. I love this shit. Bro. God damn it. Oh, my God. Now everybody's saying they did that shit. Now I got to go try that shit. I ain't even going to lie. Now I got to feel like Tobey Maguire in 2002. Mm -hmm. I, I saw if if you can try to, if she can try to, the, the fruit roll up thing. <laughs> just ask. Just ask. I promise it'll Bro. be, if she say yes, it'll be a good time for the both of you. Man, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that after this. I'm going to ask. As soon as it's over. Hey, Sade. <laughs> Come here real quick. Come here real quick. Tell it, tell it. Turn the lights off. <laughs> Oh my god! Nah, this has been a W podcast, man. Indeed. I think I think we good to end it out on a lighter note. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm down with that. All right.
uh, with every streamer I do a podcast with, I always ask this question. Where do you see mm. yourself this time next year? So, next March year? 2024, where do you see yourself, either numbers-wise, mental-wise, physical-wise, where do you see yourself? Hmm. That's a good question again. Man, I would say mentally, way better. Mm. Way better. Lucky. But numbers-wise, I'm unsure. Very unsure with that. Very unsure with that. Very unsure with that. Because I don't know yet. I feel like... I I would I would just be a person that would kind of just be able to just grow. I, I'm unsure where I would be next year, man. I would be very unsure. I just kind of. I just kind of let life do its thing and see how it go. Yeah, I just kind of let life do its thing and see how it go. I can't really predict the future. I like. I just. That. Yeah. Do you see yourself still streaming? Definitely. Oh, that's that's what I like to hear, man. That's what I like to hear, man. Definitely that. Right. Um, are you going to any events this year? Any like Twitch like shit like TwitchCon, any of that? Uh yeah, uh I know a lot of us are going to DreamCon. DreamCon? Man, I ain't, I've heard of it, man. But shit, everything Expo saying though, I definitely agree with that man. Like I, I really have no like idea where I would be like in ten years, five years. Like mm-hmm. I just let that shit do its thing, bro. Like I ain't saying I want to have ten k or any of that shit. But DreamCon though sounds interesting though. Like I've heard of it, but like what is it? Just like TwitchCon? Uh yeah. So it's like so if you know RDC World and them. Uh, they have their oh, convention. Yeah. Yep. Uh, every year. Uh, this year it's in Austin, so not too oh, far shit. from where you're at. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's really a black ass convention. Like TwitchCon, a lot of creators go. Um, you know, it's really a place to go have some fun meet some of your favorite creators in the space and of course meet up with a lot of the homies i think last year i met seven people outside of the people that i went with i met seven people for the first time that i have been in their streams or uh they've been in mine and right. this year i think we're going with seven people in in our bnb god yeah. damn we're gonna have seven in the bnb this time, um, got a bunch of people we plan on meeting. It really is like a big creator meetup for all the homies. So, definitely, shit. I'm I'm down for that shit because I I want to definitely get into this shit on the like in a bigger scale too. For real, for real. Like just meeting people that I know through Twitch and shit, and just people that I fuck with. I'm definitely down for that shit. Just let me know how that shit go, cause shit. I, I really. I think mm-hmm. this year, uh, so there's no more ticket drops. They sold out already. Oh, they sold out? They Fuck. They did three different drops beforehand, and they've sold out every single time within two hours. 
Damn. Two hours yeah. is crazy. I think the first drop they did, uh, I was at work, and I literally stopped working so I could get my tickets, and they Bro, sold out queue of bots. Literally. <laughs> they sold out their first one in 15 minutes, I think. Yeah. I bet that. But uh, next year, I'm going again. So if you are potentially feeling like that's the thing, that's a move for you, let me know. Uh, I would love to meet you out there. I'm down with that, bro. Shit, I might just... I mean, shit. It's just... I thought they, they were still selling tickets and shit, but nah, man. That shit... I was like, damn, I'm down with this, too. You said, oh, nah, bro. Hey, they all gone. I was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, they all gone. <laughs> I think one of the homies has an extra ticket, but I believe she said she's using it for something. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Damn. But next year, for sure. Uh, Definitely next year. I'm down. Yeah. I think a bunch of us are going to be out there and make some content. If you do have, like, maybe two off days... Um, and you can pop out, um, to Austin for, if there's any chance, I would love, I know a lot of the people there would love to see you, especially if you Just to, like, meet day. up type shit? Yeah. Yeah, shit, I'm like, down. the convention's great, it's cool and all, but I think going just for the convention, you're not gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of that shit, really, it's the fact that you're doing that shit, like, you know, outside of it and shit, like, you basically building connections of people inside to go do do cool shit outside of it it's basically just there to just meet up that's it Mm -hmm. and honestly i've always wanted to go to austin so i might slide down slide down (laughs) yeah yeah i basically look at it as um a, a trip for like networking it's kind of like a business trip but it's really to network, meet new people, work with new people, and then uh, strengthen the connections you already have. Definitely that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the group staying there for a week definitely slide. Like what? Yeah. Um, what days are? Um, we'll be there like, from the twenty sixth of July, and then we leave on August second. Shit, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if my yeah. parents is cool. Let me do. A trip to Austin or just going down there and letting, you know. Yeah, put them on the phone with me. I promise you. Give me 10 minutes, they're going to be convinced. <laughs> give, me 10, <laughs> give me 10 20 minutes, minutes with your parents. They're going to be convinced that you can go to Hawaii solo. I promise you. That man said. That man. <laughs> Amaya said, it's true. It works. On oh, God, it works. <laughs> parents love you, man. So <laughs> your parents love you, man. <laughs> That man, X going to sit in front of the face cam with a whole suit and tie and a briefcase of, like, I'm reasons. A, I will literally put out an entire PowerPoint presentation for you. That man would literally just pull up a projector <laughs> and put it on his wall and be like, all right, these are the reasons why he should go. Yep. Give me 30 minutes and they'll fund it for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> literally. <laughs> man. I just that man <laughs> trade <laughs> offer. Your son goes to Austin on the train back. The parents allow him to go. This has been a W podcast, man.